Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome back to another episode of The Beat, presented by BetMGM, the exclusive betting partner of The Athletic. Sign up at BetMGM.com using the promo code THEATHLETICPOD. No make good ads on this episode, Brendan. How about that one, my wow. man? I am Nick Pumperner, along with Brendan Quinn. Really nailed it. Uh, and a special <laughs> guest today, Austin Meek. Uh, how are we all doing out there, everyone? Brendan, Austin, how are we doing? Gentlemen. I'm good, man. Austin, um, you're, you're alive. <laughs> You're alive. I uh, I hear that uh, there is an off season in this sport that we cover. Uh, I'm looking forward to experiencing that. Perhaps I don't think we're there yet, but I can see it faintly on the horizon. There's the college football off season, Austin, and there is the Michigan off season, and uh, the Michigan off season. Two different timelines. Michigan off season, as you know, uh, doesn't start till February. So um, in any year, really, Brendan, as history has told us, how are you doing there in the South, the I, Southeast, I, whatever you're in? I don't know. I I, I have a. I have thoroughly enjoyed watching all of this from afar. Oh, I bet you like, have. I bet literally, you have. literally and figuratively. <laughs> I, bet you, uh, I bet you have for the eighth straight year. Or it's, been. It's, been, it's just been incredible. <laughs> I, I especially, it's a, uh, it's very funny when, you know, because Michigan State, they're just having a grand old time. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, MSU Twitter. Big time recruit the other day, too. Getting big time recruits, you know, they're working the portal. And then on the other side of the fence, Michigan, it's just like what is going to happen on any given day. Uh, pretty pretty wild. Yeah, uh, I would say so. Yeah. So the last time we recorded, Nick, <laughs> we really kind of left that thing just hanging there in suspended animation. I think it was the man. day like it was this, the day that he came back, right? It was the day he interviewed. Wednesday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or was the day before? No, it was the day he interviewed because you asked yeah, me the day before, you're like, do you want to record? Because there might be some uh, stuff hanging. I'm like, no, I don't care. I can talk about yeah. this. <laughs> I was like, let's just right. get it all out. So it was the day before or the day of. And then later that day, because people were like, oh, horrible timing for the episode of the show. And I was like, I don't think so. I wouldn't have changed anything yeah. I said, really, before. <laughs> I mean, like we said when the show started, we have no idea what he's going to do or what's going to end mm-hmm. up happening. Because as I said, when the show started. And Austin, we talked about this the entire time, and this could be a good way for us to kick off this whole rigmarole here. <clears throat> the only person that we were aware of that thought he had an offer coming, lock, stock, and barrel, was Jim Harbaugh. No one that we talked to in Minnesota during this entire process told us that he has an offer imminent on the way. Brendan, we talked about that when the show started last week on Wednesday. Yeah. And it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. he's going to have to answer questions, and he's going to have to do all these things. And if he doesn't get an offer, I mean, guys... 
we talked about this in like January or December. If he doesn't get an offer, he's going to come back and act like it didn't happen and try to go about his business. And while that didn't exactly happen, it's basically happening. That's what's going to happen. So we were pretty much right on that one, I would say, in the long run, because he didn't get an offer. He went through the process and now he's back. And I think the question that everyone asks us here now is like, now what, right? I mean, now what? Yeah, and that's that was kind of where we left things yeah. last week because it was. Uh, <laughs> I think when we were breaking it down, you were you were still um, just didn't see many avenues for this to come back all the way around to him being back at Michigan. Like it did seem pretty frayed, pretty fractured mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, I'll tell you what, the spiciest scenario is if, yeah. if it's that, if he is actually back and you and they need to figure out a way to uh, recalibrate internally, whatever it is. Um, and and you can kind of see it. It's this like I think there was this original rush of um, confirmation for the Michigan fan base of, you know, you're. You're goddamn right, Jim Harbaugh's back. He would never leave. He loves it. He's a Michigan man. All that stuff, which I get. I I get. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But then it's also like it's a little more complicated than that too. Yeah. And I think we started to see it this weekend with you know when you win a when you lose a Broyles Award winner to yeah a, a a job that most would see as being lateral might not be lateral in pay but in perception it's lateral. Um, Austin, I think when I first met you i after i probably think when i first met you uh it was a long time ago we were you were covering kansas right like so long once upon oh, yeah, a time Maui, yeah. right yes that, yeah. many many years ago but when i first when ago. i first met yeah. you when you were covering michigan somewhere i pro- i don't know what i told you but i probably said like uh, you know welcome to the jungle boston <laughs> welcome to um welcome to something that you've never seen before and nor- that, uh, that tiki bar in maui yeah. that sounds pretty nice right yeah, now and nor will ever <laughs> see again and uh so i'm gonna start this off by asking you you, you saw the full the, the the famed 2014 jim harbaugh coaching search that lasted 28 days <laughs> It has nothing on this. I, w- I would say this is a different thing altogether. Uh, how you doing? How uh, how are we holding up after your first real full experience of Jim Harbaugh madness here? Man, you know I'm hanging in there. It, like at some point, I think you just kind of get numb to it. Okay, like, now Brent needs right where he needs to be. Then it's the right answer. <laughs> You're numb to it. I like it. <laughs> there, there's just a certain point there yeah. where like. After you talk to enough people, you're like it's not like it's not helping you understand the situation more. Correct. Like you just have mm. to take a step back from it and say this guy's going to do what he's going to do. Yeah. And there's nobody that can tell me what's going on here because nobody knows what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. And the biggest mistake is to talk to somebody who thinks they know what's going on. It's like, hey, here's yeah. what's going on. As soon as you hear that, you're like, whoa, yep. got to take a step back here because nobody really knows. Yep. Like there were people who were absolutely convinced that he was going to the Vikings, that he had it all locked up, that he was going to get the offer. But I was also talking to people who genuinely did not know what was happening mm-hmm. aside from he's going up there to interview. Right. And, you know, there's, you know, as soon as there's like something that goes out there, you know, on Twitter or something that gets reported, there's this huge like rush, you know, for everybody to come in and, you know, confirm it and, and take it a step forward. And that's the point where you just got to take a step back with Jim Harbaugh and say, like, nothing's done with this guy <laughs> until it's done. No. And we just got to, you know, we got to let this play out because he's the most, 
unpredictable person that I've ever covered, ever interacted with. I mean, he's just, he's a total wild card. I don't know how many times I had, I was at the Senior Bowl, of course, last week, as, as Brendan, as you know, and we talked about there. Um, I don't know how many people I had come up to me at the Senior Bowl before he interviewed and was like, he would not be going there uh, without an offer. And I'm like, listen to me. You don't understand anything about anything in this topic here, okay? He would not be going there without an offer. In his mind, I think he thought, right, as we've discovered sort of here, he thought he was going to get an offer. It was going to be something that was going to happen. And so Austin is right. There's no one at Michigan that we talked to for that entire process um, that fully knew what was going to happen. And, they, and basically all the people would admit that. They were like, look, I don't know. But I think, by all evidence here, this is a guy that is ready to move on. And if he gets this offer, he's out of here. And he seems to think he's getting it. Because we don't think he'd be going up there if he wouldn't be interviewing. That was kind of the vibe. And that's what we talked about last Wednesday, uh, Brendan and I did. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, he goes up there and it's basically been reported by several people, including us, um, that, you know, it became clear to him along the way somewhere that he wasn't getting an offer. And... um, the interview more or less ended, and that was the end of that. I don't know what all what that interaction looked like, one way or the other. I don't know if it matters. I mean, you can imagine any way you want, but the scenario ends with Jim Harbaugh leaving the building, calling Ward Manuel yeah. and saying, I'm coming back, hanging up the phone, calling Adam Schefter and saying, I turned the Vikings down more or less, <laughs> hanging up that phone, probably shutting it off, and then going to bed. And I think that's kind of what he did on – and then he called a few other people and said his said his piece there. And then you know he's gonna he showed up to work on whatever day today is, and he's on his way. They're finalizing that contract, as far as I understand, and that should be done. The contract that they've that has been in front of him for more than a month now, I think. Um, and that's my understanding on it. And you know he's got other things he's got to work on too. But that's the immediate. Here's what's happening, and they'll go forward. So right. I would expect that thing to be done soon here, and, and they'll go forward. So I have questions. All right. <laughs> Fire away. <laughs> we got no answer. No, I mean, we got we can try. <laughs> um, you know, part of this, uh, like unpacking whether he backed out, whether they were, you know, pretty clear and not offering it, or exactly what happened is, is probably, I, I wouldn't say it's semantics, but it's 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 a moot point. That's for sure. Yeah, at this, at this, at this point, point, it's whatever. Right? Yeah, right. Um you know, however, kind of having Michigan as the fallback there you go. plan, uh, I, I do think it almost kind of reverses the insult pattern because it went from Harbaugh feeling insulted about the contract being cut and now Michigan being insulted that he used Michigan as a backup plan. Yeah. Lack of a better term, and now where does everything does you know? Is it a is it clean slate move forward, or how much of this lingers on? Austin, go ahead. I, I'm curious your thoughts on that, and I'll answer <laughs> it, after. It feels to me like we just went through a cycle where Jim Harbaugh had to swallow his pride and, and take that pay cut. And then Jim Harbaugh this offseason was going to put the screws to Michigan a little bit and make Michigan sweat. Mm -hmm. And now it feels to me like Michigan and and Ward Manuel now are back in a position of strength 
over Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. where Jim Harbaugh basically said, you know what? You guys cut my cut my salary last year. I'm going to go out and I'm going to explore my options, every last one of them, and I'm going to do this on, on my timeline, and I may leave, and you guys are going to have to deal with it. And they did deal with it and basically said, like, all right, Jim, do your thing. Get back to us when you're done. It's 100% what happened. And, yeah. And he, yeah. he came back, uh, tail between his legs a little bit, and had to say, hey, guys, you want me back? And they said, we'll take you back. Uh, but I think it's going to happen on Michigan's <clears throat> terms a little bit more uh, than on Jim Harbaugh's terms. And you know, people don't. People don't forget stuff no. uh, in, in college football. Jim Harbaugh's got a long memory. Uh, Ward Manuel's got, you know, probably a, a longer long memory one, buddy. too. And uh, you know what? Jim Harbaugh's back. But anybody who thinks this is just like gonna disappear uh, and mm-hmm. you know nobody's gonna remember this, no, that's that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, okay. it's interesting. It, it's interesting. Like I think that the fans, the people, I keep getting asked, like, how are the fans gonna take this, right? And it's like, I think the average fan is is willing to take the ride with him just like everyone at Michigan was. Like Austin saying, like, that's exactly what happened, of course. You know, like, like he thought, you know, I'm going to put this to you. And Brandon, we talked about this several weeks ago. This was a game of chicken until, like, until it was resolved. And now it's back into Michigan's favor. And whether or not mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh becomes just another coach here now, I don't know. That's a question I've had for people. Like, does he become just another guy here? Does his, does his status as – you know, the guy who played here and won, you know, got to the Rose Bowl, guaranteed the win over Ohio State, all that stuff. The stuff that made him Jim Harbaugh, that endears him to people, that's special about him. Did he just burn all that with people? I don't know. Maybe he did. You know, maybe that's something else to go forward and, and to determine. But, like, as as this goes forward now, I think Austin's right to say that, you know, this is going to go a little bit more in Michigan's terms, I think. Because, look, the last... My understanding, the last like two weeks, more or less, of this whole thing, Ward Manuel went to Harbaugh and said, "Like, I am not gonna, I am not gonna go over every detail on this contract and do all this thing and about every little thing that you want to do if you're going to go and talk to somebody else. Go and do it. Do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking that thing off the table. And uh, I'll see you when you're done. This is what Ward did." Brandon, exactly mm-hmm. what we said he was going to do. That's what happened, mm-hmm. as far as I understand it. Mm-hmm. And so he called him, and I think Ward was like, probably was like, okay, I'll see you Monday, Jim. And then they, you know, and, and on we go. But you're right in that, like, he works here. He has bosses here. Right. The days of the days of making subtle little digs at them and doing little things that they notice that you think no one else notices that they notice are over. The days of being cryptic about every single thing that you do with your contract or where you're going to be or where you're not going to be and all this shit. Man, like it's got to be it's got to be over. People are tired of it. Like all the stuff we talked about last week, it holds. He can say all the things he wants in, in, in you know, at the, in the wake of it. And people certainly welcomed, back, welcomed him back. You saw on Twitter, people were excited. Fans are excited. And if Jim goes out and wins, you're damn right. Everybody's going to be excited. But Austin's a thousand percent right, and Brennan's a thousand percent right. The people that matter have, will never forget this ever. There are people that you know, the people that bleed for Michigan that I've talked to in the last several days that are like, "This is bullshit. You don't do this to us, okay? Like that's that's not acceptable." So we'll see how this goes. That's I mean, people are not. Some people are thrilled. Some people aren't. And I think that's very real. I think Jim probably understands that. I think that. 
some of the interviews he did, you know, in the last couple of days, probably that's what that told me is that he understands that people are pissed and he needs to explain himself a little bit. And hey, Brandon, we talked about this too. Like Jim has every right to explore. I'm curious, Austin yes. thoughts on that. Austin thoughts on that too, because how unique it is. Like I think somewhere in there, maybe when you talk to like Mitch Album or something, he painted it as uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was somebody else. Like when the players go pro or yeah. something, you know, they come to me and they talk to me and I support them and blah 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 and. I did it too, you know. I tried it too, and I'm going to come back, and they're going to support me the same. And it's like, damn, dude, you're not a player. <laughs> I mean, I get it, and that's what makes yeah. Jim unique. But it's also like, stop it, right? Like, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody who plays for Michigan yeah. uh, has been paid like fifty million dollars mm-hmm. uh, to be here. Mm-hmm. A little different. Uh, we, we, yeah, uh, that that is a distinction a I would make. You know, to me, where it comes into play is if Jim Harbaugh. Uh, he leads Michigan to another Big Ten championship yeah. next year. Or if, if they go back to the college football playoff, uh, you know, this stuff I'm sure is going to fade into the background and Jim oh, yeah. Harbaugh is going to kind of be back to, you know, the Jim Harbaugh that we all know and sometimes love, right? Uh, <laughs> but if Michigan goes 7-5, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I think this comes into play. Mm-hmm. Because, like, people will put up with a lot, mm-hmm. as long as as Michigan is winning, um, but I think Jim Harbaugh has, you know, he, whatever goodwill he amassed uh, from this past season that could have potentially carried him through some tough times, that now has been used on on this. Yeah, uh, right. And That's a great way to put it. You know, I don't think anybody begrudges him, as you were saying, the opportunity. Like, it, hey, if it's your dream to win a Super Bowl and you think this is your last chance to get back to the NFL. I think most people can rationally look at that and say, okay, like, you know, he's 58. Mm -hmm. Like he's kind of at a crossroads in his life, in his career. If he feels like this is the last chance to do this. Okay. I don't think anybody holds that against him per se, but if what we see now is this month basically cost Michigan the chance to go into next season with momentum and with, with all the pieces together coming off a really good season. If Michigan struggles in 2022, people are going to point right back here and say, you guys had a chance to really take this thing to the next level. And you, you blew it because your head coach was more focused on his own interests than on the interests of the program. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. 100% agree with everything Austin just said there because it's not, yeah. the, it's not the act of wanting to explore the possibility. Everyone here would have been happy for him if he'd gotten that the Vikings job. Everyone at Michigan, I should say, not everyone on this call. We could care less or whatever, obviously. But like everyone at Michigan would would have been thrilled for him, right? They would have been like, Jim, congratulations, damn it! Like we want you to go win the damn Super Bowl, like because okay, it means a lot to him. He admitted it finally. He finally admitted it after eight years of acting like it didn't mean anything to him or whatever. That you know, getting that close and lose and losing, you know, to his brother of all things. It bothered him and it's stuck in there and it's probably still going to stick in there. But like Austin just said, like, I think this is someone who probably realized deep down, like this was his last shot, maybe at cashing the chips and seeing what could happen. Maybe not. We'll see. But the way the NFL is going these days, you know, youth movement, we're getting further and further away. As we talked about last week from Harbaugh's impact in the NFL, the way it was, he's a different kind of coach. Change is very rapid now, all those things. This could have been his last chance to get in there if he wanted to take a shot at it. I don't think anybody would begrudge him for that. But my God, the process of it was a complete disaster. A complete disaster. Completely avoidable. And in some ways felt like it was done deliberate. You know, to twist a knife or to twist a screw. I mean, completely avoidable. And that's the stuff right there that can never happen again. That's the stuff right there that it's gone on far too many times. It's that horrible communication with his bosses that leads to brutal momentum crushes. Like everyone that, that responded to me with like, LOL or what, when I said like his his uh, his methods need to change, <laughs> or what, or you guys will suck again. That's what will happen. <laughs> Just like I said the last time you or whated me with your LOLs, or you'll suck. If it continues down this haphazard path and it's chaos like this, you're going to be a disaster. Because you can't continue with this lack of momentum. And that's exactly what Austin just said. You cost yourself the, the opportunity to take January and just like power drive it, right? Like here everyone is, finally got him on the right seat. We beat Ohio State. People forgot that they beat Ohio I mean, maybe people didn't forget that. But I mean, it seems like 100 years ago now. You beat Ohio State. You, you just push forward. And I'm not saying that Jim can't, you know, make up that ground. And here we are. Maybe we'll be here in... December, not talking about this anymore, right? You know, maybe that's maybe that's his plan. I'm not. I'm going to make you forget about it. Maybe that's his goal for the year. But you know, I mean, easier said than done, and just avoidable. You didn't need to do it like this. You just didn't need to go it like this. And and I just, I, 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 you know, I hope for Jim Harbaugh's sake, um, because I know he loves coaching. I know, and I know he loves Michigan. Uh, he loves himself. I think at times more than a lot, a lot of other things, and I don't think he's alone in that. And I don't even think I blame him for that. That's just how people are. Um, but I think, I hope that for his sake, this is the time and moment where he realizes, like, he's got to stop rolling over people and crushing people and stepping on people that are just trying to help out, you know. And I think that that's my last little stance on it. I'll tell you what. In a lot of ways, now that I think about it, 
this would have been the simplest, cleanest way for this to find its end point. He goes NFL job. It would have been, yeah. Parts ways with Michigan. He would have left in a very Michigan man type way. You know what I mean? And all that shit. And now he's back. And I get why the fan base wants him back. I certainly get why the administration wants him back. <laughs> um, look, in the reality of it, when we were kind of touched no, on the topics last week. Was a little dicey, all, huh? Yeah, I mean, there was no clear. This isn't, you know, Indiana firing Archie Miller because they're no. thinking they're going to hire Brad Stevens. Where you're like, yeah, go get Brad Stevens. That'd be you awesome. already did that. Well, you already did that. <laughs> you already that's that what this Jim was. Yeah. was that right? So, um, you know, he is at least a proven commodity, and he and he's going to be back. And, and I think everyone thinks that that is certainly the best case scenario for the program. Yeah, but it's going to be hard for him to replicate what they did last year. And it'll be really curious to see, you know, if they don't win, mm-hmm. Austin nailed it. Like, this thing is going to be brought up and brought up and brought all over again. Or if they win, anyone that thinks this is not going to happen again is out of their mind. Out yeah. of their mind. I mean, that's the, yeah. the million-dollar question, Austin. I mean, like – I I don't know what to... So it's one or the other. Yeah. He loses and shit gets awkward, or he wins again, and it's awkward again. <laughs> I mean, I will say this. Like, I think the assumption that everybody has, uh, you know, immediately when you hear that he's coming back and, you know, he's making this long-term commitment to Michigan, you're like, yeah, right. Like, we're going to be right back here next season if <laughs> Michigan is good. Certainly possible. But, you know, like Nick was saying uh, a minute ago, Look at the guys who have been hired as NFL head coaches over the last like two cycles yeah. when Jim Harbaugh clearly was available to anybody who wanted to hire yeah. him. You go down that list of names, it's a lot of guys who have never been head coaches before. It's a lot of guys who, uh, you, if you're not like a hardcore football fan, you probably don't know their name. Oops, guys. Sorry. I think I'm recording. Good. Yeah. Go ahead, Austin. I, uh, I, I don't know why my thing's about to stop, but keep going. Finish your thought, okay. and then we'll. Uh, we'll okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of guys who have never been head coaches before. A lot of guys who's, if you're not a hardcore football fan, you probably know don't know your their name. Uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh attracts speculation right. because everybody knows who he is, and everybody has an opinion about him. But I do have serious questions about whether. NFL decision makers, the people who actually hire coaches, see him as a, a viable NFL head coach. I don't think in the current yeah. environment. Maybe something's going to change. It's it's cyclical. Maybe I, two years from now, <laughs> you know, a coach like Jim Harbaugh is back in vogue. Right. right now, if, I, I don't well, see him is, in that position. If he wins again, that's if, the if question. If he replicates the success, if he that again, he's that much more attractive. Yeah. And like. Nick, we did this before. <laughs> I know. Where John Beeline goes down the line with the Pistons, he went right ends back. up coming back to Michigan, and everyone's like, oh, well, that'll never happen. This is again. where you, I meant got, to retire. <laughs> you got Beeline out there saying, God called him back to Michigan. Well, this is where he's going to retire. I don't know if he said happened. God called him back. I don't think he went that I'm far. I'm pretty sure he did. Did he say that? Man, well, okay. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, <laughs> Beeline, damn. And, the next year, more winning. He's still a viable candidate. Another team comes up and, oh, you know what? Maybe I will listen to this again. Yeah, because by the, the end of the next year, he was like, I can't and, take this shit for one more day. 
Yeah. And Stuff I changes. will never forget yep. it. I've told this story on the pod before, but after Beeline and the Pistons thing ended, he gave me a sit down. I went into his office and we talked one-on-one for an hour and he unpacked the whole damn thing and blah, blah, blah. And said, he's so happy back in Michigan. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, I, fuck, I know you, you would go right now. If you got another NBA offer, you want, you want it. You want the challenge. It just didn't happen this time. And you don't think it's going to happen again. And I left his office that day and I turned around and I said, John, I think if you, if you get an NBA offer next year, you'll take it. And all he did was look at me and he didn't, and he didn't say, no, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. He just kind of had that little shit eating grin that Beeline <laughs> had. And I said, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. And the next year he left. Well, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I think that, you know, he can say whatever he wants. And I think to Austin's point, like earlier, it's like, it doesn't mean anything now. It's like, it's whatever yeah. you do. It's whatever you do. And I think Ward Manual in Michigan are certainly of that. Ward Manual certainly is of that, like, yes. whatever, Jim. Like, I'm sure, like, at the end of that conversation, he was like, J- buddy, I'm glad to have you back. And then he hang up the phone and was like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm not buying any of this stuff about, you know, he'll never do this again or whatever. Because, like, how can you how can you even hold that against him? Because I don't even know if it's in his, like, wheelhouse to be able to hold himself to that. Like, I because he's never, he's never done it to this point. Like, we talked about that with Jawan Howard, how he was able to shoot it down. Like, I'll believe Jim Harbaugh re- quickly and assertively shoots down NFL speculation when I see it for the first time ever, right? Like, that's – and that's what it would take, in my opinion. Like, the whole uh, – if something ever came up again, because that's what it would be. You'd have to be, like, you're 12-1 and one or something. You've beaten Ohio State again. You're right back into this situation, and suddenly your name has popped up, and you're going to have to shoot it down I, I, immediately. And I, I think that's the only way this goes forward. I'm not sure if that scenario, you know, repeats itself one way or the other. So, okay, Brandon, you wanna, you got any questions here? You, uh, anything yeah. you wanna guide us through as we go forward? Well, back uh, I uh, do. We have any kind of guess on a timeline of when um, this this will be formalized and a new well, deal actually, will be yeah, let's, released? Let's talk about that too, Austin, because we've got the uh, Josh Gaddis stuff that just happened as well. Uh, as I, my Zoom is getting all weird here on me. Um, so, as far as I know, I think. My understanding is is his contract is being in the process of being finalized now, and in the things that were like the things that were holdups, I guess if there, if we even want to call them that in his contract, they weren't really holdups. The things that were like sticking points that he and his like lawyers were like going over weren't really big deals. They were just like little things that Harbaugh was being Harbaugh about, and that was the stuff that Ward Manuel was like, "We're not going to do this, Jim, if you're going to continue to." You know, I'm glad I'd be glad to go through the contract with you with a fine tooth comb like you like to do, like because that's what he likes to do. But we're not going to do this if I don't know that you're going to be my coach. Right. And so now they're going to do that. And I I don't think that anything else is going to change. You know, I think the money's I I think he's been fine with the money for weeks. I don't think it's been about money in that case. Um, The money they presented to him and all that with the bonus structure and everything else, it'll just be about finalizing it, I think. And. I would assume probably this early this week. I, I don't know. I haven't heard an exact time. I don't know often if you talk to anybody differently, but um, that's my assumption right now that that's what's going on. Yeah. I think we'll hear something pretty soon. And I mean, the big question now is just, can you keep that staff together? Mm-hmm. Because you know, with Josh yep. Gaddis leaving, um, you know, we Mike McDonald's already yep. gone. Now Josh Gaddis is gone. Now you got to hire two coordinators. And I certainly don't think it's a, a foregone conclusion 
that Jim Harbaugh is going to be able to keep everybody else. Right. And, you know, that that's part of, you know, the self-inflicted uh, damage that was done over the last month is like, you know, it's going to be a challenge to keep that staff together anyway, because Jim Harbaugh had a lot of young, ambitious coaches who were going to be due for a raise or, or a promotion, uh, looking at what, you know, what the next step is for them. And maybe if you could sit down with those guys on January 1st and say, all right, we're going to take care of you. Here's our plan. Maybe you could have kept that staff together. Uh, but when the entire month of January is basically spent in limbo trying to figure out what the head coach is going to do, then all those assistant coaches are thinking about their options. And, I mean, that's where this gets really tricky, I think, because, yeah, you got to get Jim Harbaugh's contract done, but you also got to figure out what's going to happen with the rest of your staff. Uh, who's going to be your offensive coordinator? Can you keep Matt Weiss and Sharon Moore and Mike Hart on your staff? Right. Uh, who's going to be your defensive coordinator? And can you keep Steve Klinkscale on your staff? The, to me, those are like the, the questions that have to be figured out in the next week, two weeks, something like that, because um, it, it could get pretty dicey. Josh Gaddis could be the could be the tip of the iceberg, depending. On Absolutely, you know, I tweeted in the aftermath that like now this gives them the opportunity, right, to keep the core of the staff together, which was a huge, you know. Like Michigan really, really was hoping to be able to do that, and but it was you know the opportunity to do that. Not easier said than done, of course. In every instance, uh, Gaddis leaving is not what I would call a shock. I don't think. Um, no, I'm not shocked. I don't even know if I'm surprised. Frankly, I, you know, I I think we'd all looked at Gaddis' situation back in the early part of uh, you know the off season there and. And we remember talking, maybe he's going to get a head coaching job. And he didn't. And he stayed here. And, you know, I don't know how many jobs he did or didn't turn down or one way or the other. And, you know, I think Gaddis, I don't know how he looks. I haven't talked to him. But, you know, I think if you're someone someone on Michigan staff who stayed through this whole storm and worked to put this whole thing together and keep it all together and the head coach didn't tell you what was going on, okay, well, maybe the next person who comes by with an offer that, comes around and if you don't get it matched then you're out the door and you're not too feeling sorry about it you know i mean i think that's might be what happened i don't want to put words in his mouth we all saw that text that he sent you know that espn reported to the, to the players wasn't happy i think josh gaddis got probably a Great. few reasons to not be happy right i mean you could probably pick one if you wanted to if you wanted to throw a dart at a board so Shout out to uh, Tom Van Haren there. Great get. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tom. Before that. Right. So, look, I mean, hey, I said this too. Josh Gaddis um, grew a ton here uh, as a play caller at Michigan, um, you know, as a coach. I think that I always thought he was a smart, you know, when he first came here, I remember I was covering like basketball or something somewhere and Orion uh, was doing my doing football stuff for me at the time or like filling in with the free press. Everybody remembers Orion mm-hmm. who listens to the show. Um, he's doing well, by the way, Ryan's saying, um, but anyway, so Ryan was covering it or whatever. And he like, he was like, I don't know what to write on this. I mean, what are you talking about? Just like whatever he said, you know, like the main thing of whatever he said is what we do. And he's like, no, but he said like 10 million things. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? So he like sends me the, he like sends me the transcript and it's like 10 million words in like 30 seconds from Gaddis, just, you know, and it was like, he had all these ideas. And they were all good, but it was like, you're never going to be able to do all that. And we could see as time went on, he became this guy that was a scatterbrained idea machine that just sort of found his way. And I think he's a good coach. I think he's going to be a good coach. I think he's going to continue to keep growing. If you're Michigan, you really would have liked to keep him, I think. I don't think it's necessarily the end of the world. But like Austin said, the process is difficult now. And I'm not sure how all this goes. Like, 
if it's me, and I think we both, you know, I've, all things I've heard for some time is that Matt Weiss was going to be maybe more involved here with or without Gaddis, one way or the other. And now certainly he looks like the guy that's, uh, you know, possibly going to be the offensive coordinator. Weiss, I believe, was going to go with Harbaugh to Minnesota if um, Harbaugh had gotten that job. And he was I might have been the only guy on staff firmly that was in that camp. I'm not sure. Um, but Sharon Moore is the coach, really, that um, now that Gaddis is gone, and you know, and McDonald, I think Sharon Moore is our most important assistant. Austin, I'm, I was curious to get your opinion on this. I I don't know how all that looks. I don't know how you, how you sort it all out. I don't know what he's going to do. But um, he, Sharon Moore, did the best job of anybody not named Mike McDonald, I think, last year on the staff. Um, he would be a priority for me above pretty much anybody else to make sure he's happy. Uh, and then you do whatever you want to do. And the way I'm looking at this would be Matt Weiss gets the coordinator job probably of some sort. Sharon Moore is going to get taken care of here. And I wonder if that leaves Mike Hart as the guy that, you know, is on the, is looking somewhere else. Because if he's looking for somewhere to grow as a coach, I'm not sure if it's going to be here on this staff. I don't know, right? So, I mean, I'm curious for your, your thoughts on all of this, uh, and Sharon especially. Yeah, it's it's super interesting how, you know, the past month has, like, created this pressure yeah, that right. really exposed all of the, you know, different, like, mm-hmm. camps or factions or, or whatever you want to call it. Because, I mean, look, this staff over the here, course yeah. of the season, <laughs> like, I think you got to give those guys all credit for, like, when it was time to go, they all kind of – checked the ego at the door and they went out and they did their job and they made it work for 14 games over the course of this season um, and, and led Michigan to a great season. But then like in, in that really pressurized environment of the past month when nobody knew what was going on, then you kind of started to see some of the cracks emerge a little bit. Um, you know, so you've got a guy like Josh Gaddis who, you know, ultimately is, young, ambitious, like looking out for his next step, which is totally his prerogative. The head coach was doing that too. So uh, I think we all understood that ultimately Josh Gaddis probably was going to move on to something else at some point, probably sooner rather than later. So I don't think anybody can hold that against him. Uh, Matt Weiss, Harbaugh guy, coach for John Harbaugh, coaches for Jim Harbaugh, not necessarily like a Michigan guy, a Harbaugh guy who – Probably would have gone with Jim Harbaugh to the NFL. Uh, Sharon Moore, you know, kind of both. both. Yeah, a Michigan guy, a Harbaugh guy, somebody who's like done everything you could ask of him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, since he's been here, like whatever role you put him in, he he does a great job. Uh, You know, certainly did an amazing job with that offensive line this year. Uh, You know, maybe your most valuable assistant coach, Nick, as you said. And then you got Mike Hart, who is. A Michigan yep. guy, maybe not a Harbaugh guy, a guy who is you've been able to work with Jim Harbaugh because the thing that both of them have in common mm-hmm. is they love Michigan and whatever personal differences they may have, they can <laughs> set them aside yeah. because they both love <laughs> Michigan. Uh, but can they continue that way into the future, especially after all that's gone on over the past month? That would be right. my big yeah, question. Yeah, and you know, I. That's the you know what I don't I don't want to rule anything out and that's the thing with Harbaugh you know you never really know until it's over of course as we've seen <laughs> once again but like yeah I think that's 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 probably where we were always headed here and I I almost wonder some ways if some of these assistants are like Jim 
you know, we could have done, we could have dealt with all this in a couple emails back in early January if you just made up your mind a little bit faster because we all had things we needed to sort out too. Right now, you know, I think that might be part of the frustration some too because there are a lot of talented people here with egos and rightly so. You know, we got, we're talking, we haven't even talked about Ron Bellamy yet. Like, I think Ron Bellamy's in a position maybe if he flips back over to offense and gets the coach with receivers now that Josh is leaving. Like, that could be a great thing for him, and now he's on it, you know. Like, this was a great staff they had here last year. A great staff. The best staff that Harbaugh has ever had, and one of the best staffs Michigan has had in the last, I don't know how long. That's how good it was. So, you were going to lose guys, and guys had things they needed to get sorted out. And, but Jim decided he needed to do his thing for three months first, before anybody else could sort their stuff out. And, you know, I mean, that's going to that's gonna leave a wake or whatever. That's going to leave things that are going to have to be dealt with. And and so in the immediate after Schefter was like, they're going to be back. I was like, okay, great. They've got things they've got to work on. A lot of things they've got to work on that have just been sitting there on a desk, like piling up, right? And Gaddis leaving uh, is, like Austin said, I don't know if it'll be tip of the iceberg, but it's certainly, you know, if all these things go unchecked and, and haven't been dealt with or aren't going to be dealt with, uh, you know, who knows? And so... Yeah, you've got to start prioritizing again where you're at and um, make sure all your important, your most important guys are here. And I do think that Sharon Moore was still the guy that is the most important. I would have argued that maybe even if Gaddis had stayed. Um, he is, you know, he's elite. And and I think that if you're Jim Harbaugh and you are looking for a new right hand, that is, it's him. So that's how I would, that's how I would move forward. Why, why is it such a foregone conclusion, conclusion, conclusion that, that, that Mike Weiss is... Uh, Matt Weiss. Matt Weiss, sorry. <laughs> All the M's going on in here. I got, well, I got Mike, Mike Weir, Mike Matt Weir. Weiss. Um, so what, yeah. why is it such a foregone conclusion? What does he bring to the table um, to be the OC? Well, he was quarterback's coach last year. Um, he's, he's an analytics guy uh, for Baltimore, who obviously we all know, uh, huge, huge role a couple of years ago when, when John Harbaugh leaned hard into analytics. Uh, Matt Weiss, of course, comes from that family and that group of people that helped the Ravens really change their way of thinking. And a lot of that is with play calling. And so um, not just not just his work with the quarterbacks and, and his work with the pass game and how they, you know, I think he had a big hand last year in all I'd heard was he had a big hand last year in a lot of, especially down the stretch, a lot of their pass concepts, a lot of their adjustments. But I think that as an analytical play caller, I think that's something that we've thought Harbaugh maybe would go in that direction the way his brother did. And, you know, it's frankly something we've heard that he really likes Matt Weiss a lot. And, and like Austin said, uh, he's a Harbaugh guy. He is a Harbaugh guy first and foremost and will be a Harbaugh guy today, tomorrow, and the next day, no matter what happens here. So mm-hmm. I would say that might be what we're going to see here. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick, I mean, you know this better than anybody, and I kind of touched on it in, in the story that I wrote today. Like, if you look at Jim Harbaugh's pattern mm-hmm. at Michigan with the offense, this is what he does. Like, he brings somebody in, and, you know, they go through it for a year, and then there's somebody else who yeah. comes in, and Jim Harbaugh kind of takes a shine to somebody else. And, like, you know, he, he likes to tinker yes, with stuff on the offense. <laughs> like, he's not a guy who, like, sets it up and leaves it to, you know, run itself on offense. Yeah. Like he, you know, he likes to bring in new people and I think new that's ideas. Good. I think that's good. Yeah. I, yeah. It, yeah. I did totally like, you don't want it to get yeah. stale and he doesn't, that's not what happens in Michigan. Like they are constantly, you know, reinventing stuff. And so Matt Weiss was the guy who came in with some new ideas 
and some new concepts and really help take their offense to the next level yep. this year. And I'm sure that probably, you know, maybe didn't sit great with Josh Gaddis that people were saying, oh, well, Matt Weiss yeah, came, right. you know, look at what he, but that's, that's part, part of, of deal, all this. Man. That's, yeah. that's coaching. And, and yeah. Gaddis has been um, in two, yeah. three, really. He's been in three high pressure, deep bench coaching situations. He's been here with this one, mm-hmm. Alabama with Saban, which is the, the greatest one of all. And then, you know, Franklin had some staffs too that were pretty deep at Penn State. So, you know, I think Gannis is very aware of the waters, the competitive coaching waters, and how to make sure to keep himself on an upward track of all, you know, despite all things. At the end of the day, I think everyone at Michigan re- will remember, uh, the people that matter here will remember his best stuff best, I think. I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I think that'll be how it goes, and we'll see where it goes from here, but. You know, I saw know. plenty of people ready and willing to tear him down well, uh, yesterday. Every yeah, single a time. lot of that. A lot that of that. Every single time somebody a leaves. A lot of that. And, you know, that's unfortunate, but it's what it is. Who's going to be the uh, – wait, they haven't named a defensive coordinator, right? No, got two coordinators no. once again to start over Who, with. Uh, who's going to get that job, huh? What's the scoop there? <laughs> well, you know, I don't know, first of all. Okay. That was that was a little deeper on the docket, but uh, <laughs> the thing that I've had, like the working theory, has been like, why wouldn't he just do the same exact thing that he just did? That you just go pull his brother and Bill Belichick, who's a young guy in the NFL that no one knows about, that is smart as hell, right. that I can just give this thing to, and he can inspire the kids and like be smarter than everybody else, and they'll be like, okay, I got your guy. I feel like that's what's going to happen. I feel like he's going to do that. It's going to be somebody that we don't know. You know, it'd be easier yeah. to just give it to Clint Scale or whatever and just say, like, move forward and figure it out. But I don't think he's going to do that. I don't know, Austin. Do you have any thoughts here on this? I mean, I feel like it's got to be somebody who comes from the same basic coaching I, yeah. tree would be my would be my thought on it because they just went through all of the groundwork yeah. last spring to install this defense to change everything over, and it worked so well f- for him that I don't think that you can bring in a guy who's like, I've got you – know, you, you couldn't hire like a Jim right. who's going to come in and be like, I run my That's stuff. Correct. Everybody adapts to yeah. what I do. Mm. I, you know, I, Whether it's somebody who's in Baltimore right now, somebody who was in Baltimore and is somebody else, or somewhere else, uh, you know, Steve Klinkscale who coached in this defense yep. last year. I, I, I just feel like the priority has got to be – some kind of continuity because they went through such a big change last year that that paid off better than anybody would have imagined in year one. You got to somehow figure yeah. out a way to build on that rather than, than start. And that is scratch. all things. All indications are that's what he wants to do. Is certainly someone who is uh, rooted in the uh, odd fronts. Um, Michigan was multiple, of course, last year, but somebody who was rooted in odd fronts. But I, I said this to somebody else the other day. Like the defense, really, that they installed isn't super difficult. Um, to copy, it's you know what I mean, like to for someone to like reverse engineer or whatever. It's it wouldn't be hard because they were multiple. They did some different things. The hard part with McDonald, I think, though, will be he, you know, the calls. I mean, he was really good at pressures. You know, at times when you weren't expecting them, different pressures at times where maybe you were expecting this and you got that instead. Um, he was really good at I think planning out pressures and planning out when they were making adjustments. And sometimes it caught them, as you saw. Not that he was perfect, but. That's what really made the difference, I think, with him. Of course, he had the two studs, three studs, I suppose, if you want to count Jackson Hill, um, to anchor the defense around, and this next guy won't have that. Uh, but 
I do think that they're they're going to be okay there. I don't think it's going to be like a horrible thing that you're going to have to like, oh, we can't find anybody that can do what Mike McDonald did. It's like, well, I mean, like there are only so many coverages, guys. He didn't invent <laughs> coverages, right? <laughs> so like I think you'll find like Austin said, somebody from the same family, someone who's worked with similar fronts, someone who's worked with 2D and probably multiple coverages. Um, and yeah, somebody's probably creative. I think that's – Jim works best with creative people. He knows that people who challenge him, so it'll probably be something like that. If I had to guess, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. But interesting days ahead, I suppose, uh, and how all this will settle in. And and roster wise, uh, obviously, I've not been active in the portal. Well, no, um, no, no. I mean, is do you now that this is kind of cemented? Do you foresee any kind of flurry of Activity. I mean, they lose some pretty badass pieces here, and I. Granted, they bring some I don't follow too. this, and I have no idea. But you would think that you know, at this point, the importance of getting old and staying old in this game, you would probably try to bring in a couple bodies. Now well, Austin, they, they have Austin touch on some of this. They they have done. They did some of this during the. Haven't they already brought in some? Well, they got the yeah, center right. from from Virginia, who, like yeah. was filling, yeah, probably the He's biggest, all American, uh, yeah. the yeah, the biggest mm-hmm. hole they had on offense. Okay. Losing Andrew Vistardis. So check. <laughs> I, I think they tried to get another back who could fill yeah. the Hassan Haskins role, and right now it doesn't look like they have that on on the roster. I mean, maybe uh, Tavier Dunlap is is ready for that. We'll see. Uh, defense, they've got you know they've got some holes on defense, um, and. Uh, you know, Michigan has not, Michigan does not do the Mel Tucker thing where it's like, you got a hole, go in the portal, find right. a guy. Uh, that's not Michigan's MO for, for uh, a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. I think probably, you know, the best thing to come out of this last month for Michigan is, I don't know how many people I heard from, it's like, oh, this is going to kill recruiting. <laughs> uh, they're going to lose everybody. They, I, they haven't lost anybody that I'm aware of. Like all the guys signed in December. Uh, this is not, a few years ago where like if you know if you've got uncertainty on the first Wednesday in February you lose your class it doesn't work that way anymore mm-hmm. these guys sign in December and yeah you can you can get out of your letter we've seen players do that before but it's not as simple as like saying oh i'm not committed here anymore like it's a process yep. right. and guys aren't going to just do it you know randomly it you know guys but can just, now sit just and because be it hasn't happened, what happened doesn't mean it can't happen Sure, it could. Sure, yes, yeah. you could certainly sure, see yeah. a couple of names pop, and suddenly they're very interested in Miami. Oh, me. I would think that all sure. things are possible. Yeah. I mean, all like we yeah. said earlier, all conversations got put on hold. All the all the posts, you know, how could you have a real conversation about where you're going next year with a guy who's clearly in two places at once and trying to act like he's not? It's like you know, it's not productive. And I think that's ultimately where all this settled. Where it was like the last like 10, 12 days or whatever it was like people like Jim like. Stop trying to do this thing where you're in two places, you know, like, go do your NFL thing if that's what you want to do. But, like, mm-hmm. let's call a spade a spade here and not act like we haven't wasted time because we have. Right. And so all things, look, not like they've never done this before. Not like they haven't gone into February before with, like, no idea who their staff was going to be in spring football right around the bend here. It's happened before. They lost a staffer off after they lost a co DC mm-hmm. after spring last year. So I mean, you mm-hmm. know, like Jim Harbaugh football is chaotic and all that sort of thing. And Brandon, we said this last week, and it remains true. Austin, you probably would appreciate this. Uh, 
with Harbaugh, you just got to get to September 1st. September 1st (laughs) through December 1st. Usually pretty smooth. Honestly, like, uh, you know, especially if everybody's good, you know, usually pretty smooth, not a lot happens. Things just kind of get to a numbing repetition point, and, you know, they just go about their day. But December 1st through August 31st is a hell of a ride, and it needs to stop being a hell of a ride and start being a little smoother, right? But, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's the one thing I've been telling people because people are like, you know, how, is he, how is he possibly <laughs> going to walk back in oh, there and it. have credibility with this team? <laughs> It's like the one thing about Jim Arbaugh is when it's time to work, he has this ability to just block out whatever is out there. Like he's not worried about any of the any of the noise, like wherever his feet are planted. That's where he is. And as much as you or I would probably feel like crushing awkwardness to walk into that (laughs) locker room. That's Uh, not how he it's not how he is. Like when it's time to go. It's the greatest of points. It's the greatest of points because most of the guys that carried Michigan last year are like that, and they liked that about him too, right? Like also, also would know this when when he goes back into work, and him and Weiss get back to work with the quarterbacks. It's not going to be when they sit back down with JJ and Cade McNamara about okay, let's get back to work. You think they're going to be talking about Howard's the Vikings interview? Fuck no. It's going to be let's get back to work and let's go. You know they've got kids like Donovan Edwards and Andrew Anthony, those young kids who last year proved that they're. They're, they're like Harbaugh in ways that some of the younger kids that we've seen here aren't like Harbaugh. So they like him a lot, and they like his way of doing business. And frankly, I, I would expect that the team, the team itself with Jim has the least uh, interruptions. The staff is a different conversation. The players, no, I think they'll be fine. When they go back for spring football, I, they'll, they'll probably have a good spring. I would be surprised, unless they lose a bunch of the staff or something. But if he if he keeps the core of the guys, you know, if Bellamy's still here, Clinkscale's still here, Moore's still here, you know, that, that group more or less, then uh, they'll have a good spring and they'll be able to be productive with it and as best you can and, and move sh- forward. And surely have a spring game for everyone. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know about all that, but I mean, yeah. I, that was <laughs> easy. You know, that was a joke. That was a joke. And I, I would say uh, this, like, I think people took my thing the other day is like he needs to change his methods is like you want if you don't want to have a spring game fine don't have a spring game that's not what i'm talking about i give a shit about that like that sort of thing is is whatever but if you're going to go interview for a a job or go do something somewhere at the last minute you should probably tell your boss like these sort of things you know that kind of stuff is what i'm talking maybe you should tell your staff what you're doing over a 21 31 day period that sort of thing i don't give a shit what you say to the public or to me or you or anybody else of course it's the people on your staff, the people you work for, people whose lives depend on what you're doing, that sort of thing. So, anyway, that's my last point on that. Yeah. And uh, any press conference anytime coming up? Maybe when we get a uh, <laughs> new 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 contract? I doubt that. Nice, nice big transparent showing. No way. I doubt that. No? We're not, we're not saying that? Okay. I highly doubt okay. that. Uh, well, what would it do? <laughs> Honestly, what would it do? Austin, what would a press conference in this situation do? Look like? Would you want well, to go first to that? of all, I was kidding. There's not going to be a press conference. I wasn't asking seriously. Shit. I know, but now that you brought it up, because people have asked that, I think. I don't think that would even be. I don't even know if that would do you any good. I think the best thing for Michigan here would probably be to get him to sign that thing. Just move on. Just move yeah, on. When were the last? When was the last time that Jim Harbaugh and Ward Manuel were on it? Together uh, when they canceled the, the Ohio, Ohio State, State game, yeah, they do probably. some. Yeah. And then before that, um, probably when Mark Schlissel got. Their job as president. Last time they've been at a joint thing like that. 
I mean, you're not going to change anybody's mind. Like the people who are happy that Harbaugh is exactly. back are going to be happy whether you hear a word from him between now and September 1st yep. or not. And the people who are mad are going to be mad. And he anyway. knows that too. And it's um, not like he would say anything. Right. What, what would be the point? And he would admit that. It, what would be the point? Right. It would be a lot of like just kitschy, catchy. Right. We all know what happened here. I mean, right. Air. Like, right. I think right. that's the uh, ultimate thing to leave it at the end of the day. We all know what happened here. I mean, like, if people want to argue who turned who down or whatever, they can do all that. That's fine. But, like, sure, the basic the basic structure of what went on here, you know, was pretty clear and obvious. It's been thoroughly plowed. And I'm not sure Harbaugh's denied any of it. And I don't think he will. And, you know, I mean, the, the, as contr- he was as contrite as you – that thing he did with Mitch Album, the interview, <laughs> as contrite as he's ever going to be. Guys. <laughs> whatever that was, that's as contrite as he's ever going to get, like – uh, I, you know, I took a chance or whatever. Well, I don't know what he said, but it was, you know, that was his way of saying, explaining himself, I think. And that'll probably be it. That'd be my guess. I don't think we'll hear Quite anything it. else from him on the matter. I really don't. He'll say, I've been, I've been over this. We've dis- he'll say, yes. he'll say, we've discussed this. It'll be like, well, no, you talked to one guy about it, but okay. <laughs> as I said, <laughs> as I said. Yes. Well, you talked to, you talked talk to one guy about it in private, but you know, you're right, Jim. We've, we've all discussed this with you. Right. <laughs> I could be uh, wrong. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. We'll see. Do you guys have anything else before we get this out of, wrap this up and I get on the road to Memphis? I mean, I hope I hope Austin's got some time off coming up here. I know I'm taking off the rest of the week. So if you've got any uh, questions, you can take them to someone else for the rest of the week. <laughs> but yeah, I do you have time coming up, Austin? Uh, let's uh, let's get this uh, get defensive coordinator hired, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's like it's always kind of depressing well, to like take vacation when there's a foot of snow yeah. outside. It's like, well, what am I going to do? It's the same thing that I've done every day for the last two months. Uh, but yes, I anticipate that uh, once once we get through uh, well earned uh, all the, the staff upheaval, well earned, and also a well earned vacation at some point for Chad Graff on, on the Vikings beat. Those guys did a great job uh, as yeah. well covering it from the Minnesota angle. I thought our coverage of Harbaugh, Palooza, not to toot our own horn here, but toot toot. Uh, I thought it was pretty good all the way across the board. I think we did a good job. Everyone involved, Boston included, of course. And uh, we tried, like we, like we always said, we tried to keep it as in the middle for you as possible without getting too crazy off the side rails, mm-hmm. which is really hard to do. But, you know, like I was happy with it at the end. I think we did a good job of that. So hope everyone enjoyed it or whatever. Show's over. Okay, everyone go back to your business. I, <laughs> Chad Graff showed his college basketball roots there and just the quality oh, yeah. of his work, you know. Okay, oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, Chad was great. <laughs> Great job. They had some great stuff up there. Great stuff. As expected. Yes. Uh, All right. Well, we appreciate everyone listening. Uh, This will conclude this year's uh, (laughs) Whatever. Tell next year. (laughs) I I threw the folder away. Brad, did you see my GIF that you made my phone on my computer? Yeah. I did. I did. I sure as hell did make fun of that computer. Holy shit. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Uh, Leave a review. Subscribe. Do all the stuff that that keeps this thing going. And uh, if you do that, if you got a couple extra dollars, tip your bartenders and service. The place where I